With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air, everywhere, even with a messed up voice, we are back at it on another new year of the Fifth Hour. I think this is the third or the fourth year of the Fifth Hour, but the first full year with Danny G Radio because four hours a night, five days a week are not enough on the overnight show. And uh, we are back in the Maller podcast studio. Amazing, amazing. Another year is upon us. Amazing. Man, Ben, I'm going to have to carry you the way Matt Stafford has been carrying the Rams. Well, (laughs) unless he hasn't. Well, and the, he had the game-winning drive. How dare you? He had the game-winning <laughs> drive against the Ravens. And uh, I'll just jump on your back, and I will carry. I know you're very nervous because the Raiders have a playoff game on oh, Sunday man. night. I know you're very concerned about that because, you know, the Raiders are the kind of team that will go on a run and win the Super Bowl unless they're not. Yeah, well, it's it's been quite a ride the past few weeks because ever since that COVID game in Cleveland, it seems like they've been playing a, a playoff game every single week. I'm now, what, one, two, three. This is going to be the fourth Raiders playoff game. Yeah, well, and that would be the first, if, if they actually make the playoffs, yeah. for Derek Carr, who will, who will end one of the great streaks of futility, having never started a playoff game. Exactly. Uh, he should have started that game in Texas in 2016, but, of course, that's the famous year. It's broke. It's broke. Well, that was that was a, one of the worst playoff games of all time. Oh, dude, because we had uh, what was the quarterback's name, Ben? Oh, I, well, I remember the the Texans played uh, that tall guy, Brock Osweiler. Osweiler. Yeah, the Raiders were with uh, Con- Connor was it Cook. Connor Cook. Yeah, yeah, the third string. His name popped up. Uh, he he had that game against the Texans for Connor Cook was one of the five worst games ever 
uh, ever for an NFL quarterback. I mean, they they brought it up because Ben Roethlisberger in the Monday night game was horrific. And it's I'm still annoyed by the the media coverage on ESPN. He was going out and puking on the field and they didn't want to mention it. They they didn't want to bring it up because it was supposed to be his night. But it was like, my God, it was one of the worst games I've ever seen. Tearing at the end. All that matters is the W. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, no, no, that's not all that matters. There's there's more that matters. There's a, a few things that matter. But it was like it was just total it was crickets, nonstop crickets. And I was like, come on, please shut up. Play. And they wouldn't shut up. They would not. They just kept going on and on. And it was just like, oh, Ben Roethlisberger. Look, he walked off the field. Ben Roethlisberger went in the locker room. Oh, I think he he sat on the bench on one of those heaters. Isn't that nice? Oh, it's so wonderful. It's so. Wait a minute. Ben just took a dump at halftime. I know. That's very, uh, very impressive. Very, very impressive. Anyway, so I thought on this, uh, I was away. Yeah. For, for a little while and John Madden passed away. And if I had been at my catbird seat, uh, I would have done a proper tribute. I would have done a monologue. I would have done a, you know, you know, we do the, the six line salute. salute. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't do any of that because I was away. And I feel like when you, when you come back, you know, you want to start fresh and, so I, I didn't get a chance to do it. So I, I wanted to, uh, I, I'm sure you have some John Madden stories. You're a Raider guy. I'm not a Raider guy. I know Madden was before your time, uh, but you, you grew up in uh, Northern California. Yes. And uh, Madden has uh, been a staple yeah, of, of Northern California and all that. Uh, so I, I only have one vague passing uh, reference where I, I was in the same presence of uh, of John Madden and and then I thought we'd play some of his Hall of Fame speech because I thought that really sums up the essence of of John Madden plus I wanted to hear it again so you know why not right that's perfect now did you have any run-ins with John Madden I met him briefly it was years ago when I was working in Northern California and I got to take part in a Raiders Raiderette event in alameda raiderettes yes and they had some raider legends involved at the raider facility and john madden showed up he was bigger than any of the other legends uh because the dude was bigger than life i got to shake his hand very briefly he was very nice to everybody but um it's not like i got to sit down and talk to the guy but man just the presence like you felt him walk into the room. And I know we've heard so many stories over the past couple of weeks, but it is true when everybody kept saying he was larger than life and humble, you just can't say it any better than that. Yeah. And I, I never got the chance to, uh, to meet Madden. I've, I've met most of the people that I kind of grew up and idolized with very few exceptions, but Madden is on that list. When I was a kid, uh, my dad took me to a Ram 49er game and it was uh, at the big A and the Madden cruiser was, was parked out in front. And this was like a big deal. Uh, I mean, cause I, I remember hearing about the Madden cruiser this was the days before social media and I'd never seen really a photo of it. And uh, it, you know, eventually Madden at down the line, 
it was like a moving billboard. They had like corporate sponsors for the Madden Cruiser and they put you know big logo for Outback Steakhouse on it. But but this is actually before those days. And uh, I remember being a kid. I'm such a nerd. I'm at the big A. I'm at a, a Ram 49er game you know, a long time ago. The Niners are still the dynasty uh, of the NFL and the Rams were their rival, but they you know rarely beat them. They usually beat them. They beat them in, in candlestick. They did better in candlestick than they did at the big A. But anyway, I'm at the game and uh, I still remember I, I have vague memories of the game, but I remember the Madden cruiser seeing it in the parking lot. I was like, wow, this is the, you know, the great John Madden. And as a kid, it was like, oh, my God, John Madden, everything this guy said. And uh, it's just like it's John Madden. I mean, come on. And it was a, it was a big to do and all that. So I, I remember that. And. Unfortunately, when I got in the media business, uh, I, I only covered a few NFL games in San Diego when I was working down there uh, with the Chargers. And then I, I had a hookup for a while. I had a hookup where I could go to any Charger game I wanted, uh, but Madden rarely did the Chargers. And, uh, and then I, I remember when the Raiders moved back to Oakland, uh, I went and covered a game, but the, the Raiders a game or two, but the Raiders weren't very good and he wasn't doing Oakland Raider games. So I never, uh, and, and the NFL was gone for the first 20 years. By the time the NFL came back, Madden was no longer uh, broadcast. So uh, that was it. You know, watching the documentary, one of the many things that stood out was how he basically started NFL on Fox. Pretty. Yeah. Amazing. They were able to talk him into it. And then everybody followed him over to Fox. You know, they were known for what married with children and the Simpsons. And then suddenly he gave them instant credibility. Yeah. And when Madden answers the phone, that's, and he actually takes the call from, from Fox. I mean, that, that was huge. Cause I, I remember in those days, Fox was the outsider. It was ABC, CBS, NBC, some combination of that. And then nobody even considered Fox legitimate. And uh, yeah, and, and people were goofing on them when they got the NFL deal. They're like, oh, this is not going to last. Nobody's going to watch the NFL on Fox. And what is and And, and all the uh, I remember they had the the robot thing that they tossed out there, and which they still have, by the way. Um and yeah, Madden was uh, was huge. And, he, and I remember him and Pat Summerall. Uh, and it was like the perfect combination because Madden wouldn't shut up. <laughs> and Summerall rarely said anything. So it was like it was perfect where you know, Madden would say, hand off Emmett, touchdown Cowboys. You know, and it would be like a 70 yard run. And oh. yeah, exactly. And then, but the rest of the time was just John Madden yeah. waxing poetic. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. And uh, I went back. I don't know if you fell in this rabbit hole. When Madden passed away, uh, I went back on uh, the YouTube and I fell down a rabbit hole. And people were like, what are you doing? What are you doing in my swamp? Yeah. What well, I, are I, you I, doing I'm in my swamp? Well, it was the YouTube swamp, actually. I was in, I was in there. and uh, But I, I watched like a 30-minute clip. It was, it was all highlights of John Madden. And like some of the stuff I remembered, a lot of it I didn't remember. And and then I watched another one. And then another one popped up and I ended up, I probably spent, I had nothing else to do because I've been sick, (laughs) but I probably spent two hours watching John Madden uh, highlights. And I loved every second of it. That was great. Did you see the clip where it was Madden's very first time on camera? With Pat Summerall, uh, I saw the one he was. He originally worked with Costas. Oh, there yeah, was a perfect. clip I saw with Costas. I didn't see the first Summerall one. Okay, I saw the one where he uh, there was a pigeon at RFK Stadium in Washington, and he did like the play-by-play and and that whole thing. Uh, but there were so many uh, amazing, amazing calls, and uh, and and that's the other thing about Madden. Like everywhere he went. You know, remember that that the book, you know, how to win friends and influence people. Uh, that was mad. I, he he loved everybody, and he remembered. He took time out of his schedule to ask questions and get to know people, and that's the kind of stuff people remember. You know, they're not going to remember all the X's and O's and all the the other nonsense, but that's the kind of stuff that actually touches people's lives, where they're like, "Wow, that's a big deal." I spent half of my childhood in Southern California and the other half in Northern California. And as loved as Madden was worldwide, he got even more love in the Bay area because obviously that's where he hailed from. Um, He lived in Pleasanton and he was, uh, he was also attached to daily city. And so where's, where's Pleasanton for those, for those that haven't been, I've been to the Bay area, but for those outside, like where's that, close to because that's not that well known past livermore on your way to san jose on the way you got to know the way to san jose yeah Yeah. uh right before fremont is pleasanton and it's it is very beautiful 
well before the drought green rolling hills <laughs> yeah and uh and very beautiful homes up in the hills i could see why he chose that part of the bay area to live um but yeah you would hear lots of stories about him there in the bay area and he would hop on some bay area radio stations from time to time so as a kid i remember hearing him on local radio stations in the bay doing call-ins yeah, I think he did that even up until uh, a, a year ago or so. I, I think he was still calling in like on the news station to give an NFL uh, update or something like that. You yeah. might remember there were some stations who carried the Madden Minute for a while. Yeah, I, I do remember that. A syndicated John yeah. Madden radio vignette. Do they do those still, those radio vignettes, or is that like a, a Stone Age? I remember Bob Costas did it. Uh, yeah. I... Paul Harvey, Paul Harvey. Uh, I worked with a guy that replaced Howard Cosell. He did a uh, like a little three minute speaking of sport. Howard Cosell, the old uh, you know 1970s, 60s broadcaster. I don't I don't think they do that, though, do they? Well, I know Dan Patrick does one. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not sure about anybody else in the sports world. That's interesting. It's a good point, though. Yeah, it's kind of a lost art. But it was a cool touch on radio stations when we were a kid because it was something like I remember our AM radio stations would all carry the uh, the, the Paul Harvey syndication. Oh, well, Paul Harvey was huge. Yeah, that was the most listened yeah. to guy in radio. So even if they didn't have Paul Harvey on their station, they could still have a touch of his personality by carrying his little syndicated clips. And now you're going to know the rest yeah. of the story. Paul Harvey, good day. <laughs> I kind of sound like him with my voice all. all yeah, man. The other thing about Madden, uh, I know Lasorda, Tommy lived in the same house in Fullerton that he bought when he originally became, you know, somewhat well-known with the Dodgers. He bought a home in the Fullerton area in Orange County. And I believe he lived there, the same house, until he died. I wonder, Madden made a lot of money, like a ton of money doing TV. Uh, uh, did, he, did he live in the same house? Do you, you know if he moved around or lived in the same basic house that he bought when he first became you know, with the Raiders back in the day? That's a good question. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I, I, I'd be, I bet he probably did. Madden seems like the kind of guy that would be like, all right, I like this area. I like this house. Uh, I got two kids, and the house is big enough, so I'm not going to move around. And, and plus, the fact that uh, John Madden was able to pull off not flying and, and reach the very top of broadcasting and – uh, you know, Dan, uh, and I, I've obviously experienced this. If, if you're not at a certain level, they will not do anything for you uh, <laughs> in terms of bending over travel wise. I mean, it's just no, you're going to fly. You're going to stay at this hotel. You're going to do this, that and the other thing. And uh, that's just the way it is. And that's the way it's going to be. And, and Madden was such a great orator. Of the NFL, they were like, well, it's John Madden. Right? We'll look the other way. This is John Madden. And uh, it's crazy, crazy that he was able to do that. And, and then that became his thing, as I talked about. Yeah, I was a kid, and I, I still remember seeing the, the Madden Cruiser. 
That is dope. And you th- is he the very first broadcaster who got a multi-millionaire contract with every single thing he wanted? Uh, that's a good question. I, he was the highest paid NFL broadcaster, but and, and really the Fox deal cemented that, uh, cemented that because Fox paid him like whatever yeah. he they they basically gave him a blank check and because they were so desperate to get John Madden. Otherwise, that would have sullied the, uh, the the deal they got when they got the CBS contract. But um, I'm too young for Howard Cosell. Was, was he I'm sure he got paid a lot. Did he have the kind of pull that Madden had? I know a little bit about Cosell. He was before my time, but I, I, he was the, the highest paid guy, but the salaries aren't anything like even Madden made more than Cosell. Yeah. Um, I mean, and now it's just, you know, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs with uh, Tony Romo and all these guys are making like $18 million, a million dollars a game, basically. Insane. Isn't that nuts? Crazy. Nuts. Who are the other duos that come to mind? They're, Madden and Pat Summerall, they were a soundtrack in a lot of ways, especially being in the in Northern California for a while as a kid, because they called a ton of 49er games and a ton of Cowboy games, obviously. Um, yeah. they, they were the A team. They had the game of the week for for Fox. But also, I guess as a little kid, the other duos that come to mind for me would be like uh, Dick Enberg and Dan Fouts. Um I, you know, I, it got me thinking of some of the best uh, duos in the booth that we grew up with. Yeah. Dick Enberg. Yeah. Very nice guy. I met Dick Enberg at a Padre Dodger game. He was getting soft serve. That's a plump pussy right there. In the uh, press box. And he was very, very polite, but uh, Enberg remember, I I like more of the obscure broadcasters because remember Charlie Jones from San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Don Cricky, who always did really shitty games, <laughs> uh, as I remember, but it was, it was something about Don Cricky. He had this very distinctive delivery. Yeah. And I, I, I used to mimic it when I was a kid cause I'm a nerd. And, uh, I remember Don Cricky doing those games. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other, the, the, well, Hank Stram on radio. He did radio. He did TV also, Hank Stram, like Monday night with uh, Joe Buck. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they were pretty good uh, back in the day. I'm trying to think. It's funny that we both brought up Dick Enberg because he is one of the voices where no matter what game he was calling, it sounded more important because he was on the call. He could. Oh, make, yeah. Yeah. He could make a 20 yard completion sound like a world championship. It's guys like that. I guess uh, NBA version would be Marv Albert, a big yeah. three-pointer. Uh, you know, he could make a game sound so much more important than maybe it was. And I, I, I think about, like, Al Michaels to me is like the la- one of the last guys. You hear Al Michaels do the open. It's like a big deal. But I think that's because we grew up with those guys. Yeah. I wonder, like, if the, the kids today – are they going to have that same experience when Joe Buck does a game? Yeah, is it is it the same experience as Jack? You know, I I, I reminisce about Jack Buck uh, back in the day. One of the guys I looked up to, uh, but but Joe Buck, I mean, he's been around for Jim Nance yeah. at, at at CBS. I mean, these are the these are the guys, right? Uh, the people have grown up with. 
And how many more years are they going to be doing it? Yeah. And, you know, so much of the talk about the kids nowadays, they obviously just know John Madden from the video game. They yeah. were not really aware of him as a broadcaster and certainly were not aware of him as a, a head coach in the NFL. And even a lot of adults were like, wow, I had no idea he had a winning percentage like that and uh, dominated the, uh, the division he was in for so many years. That was kind of nice to go down Raiders memory lane with all those famous games. Games he coached were so famous, they have names for the games, like the, the Sea of Hands and uh, Ghost to the Post and all those kind of games. The Holy Roller. The Holy Roller. Uh, immaculate reception and all, you know, that's pretty cool because besides tuck rule, how many games from the past 30 years do we have like a name for the game that we refer to? Yeah. And, and part of that is also the era, right? I mean, they, I don't, they don't do that anymore. Yeah. Do I don't, I don't think so. Cause yeah, you're right. It was very much NFL films and uh, you know, we yeah. watched the NFL in a, in a different way than we do now. Yeah, now it's like you, you you soak it in for maybe 48 hours and then you're on to the next game, right? It's like uh, that game has died. And moving on, it's, it's like playing Donkey Kong. <laughs> the next game, you forget about the old game. And uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was much different. And it's all social media and consuming stuff, obviously. Right. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. So I wanted to hear a little bit of John Madden. He gave one of the great Hall of Fame Speeches. So I'm not sure how much of this we're going to play, Danny, but uh, and, and we'll react. Uh, I can pause this and, and we can play it and react to it. We'll see how this works. But this is 
Way back in 2006, John Madden, uh, we're not going to play the full speech, but his Pro Football Hall of Fame enshrinement ceremony. So just imagine a sunny day, Canton, Ohio. Uh, Al Davis had introduced John Madden, so Al was still around. And uh, here is uh, some of what Madden had to say. He he thanked everyone. I'm not going to play that part. He started out thanking everyone, like the people that live in Canton, Ohio, like everyone. Uh, and then he went into something he experienced at the Hall of Fame. And uh, this, this, I thought this first few minutes was pretty good. You know, I was, I was reading the, the NFL stats and history book. And, and that's what when you, you do when you ride a bus, when you don't fly, you read, you know, big, big old thick books like that. But they had a chapter uh, on history. And the first page in the chapter of history was a list of the Hall of Famers. And I said, that's right. They got it. That is our history. The players that played before us, the players that played when they didn't have face masks, when they had leather helmets, when got this thing started, the players that played in smaller stadiums, you know, didn't have the medical thing, didn't have anything. They laid the foundation for this great game and we should never forget it. I say to NFL teams that you ought to honor your history more. Sometimes we tend to get caught up in the players and the games now. Honor your history. Bring, bring back the Hall of Famers. Bring back their teammates. Let the fans show their appreciation to their history. Because I know that, you know, going in with these guys is, is, is so special. And, you know, we we'll always talk about immortality. All right, now this next part, this is the classic John Madden about what happens at night. He uh, he took a page. Remember that movie Night at the Museum? Yeah. Uh, Robin Williams back in the day. Uh, well, uh, John Madden must have seen that movie because his next this next part of the rant, uh, this was I, I would say this is the signature part of uh, John Madden's Hall of Fame enshrinement speech. Some some of us think maybe we will be immortal, that we'll live forever. But and when you really think about it, we're not going to be. But I say this, and this is overwhelming and mind-blowing, that through this bust with these guys in that hall, we will be forever. And, you know, when you think of that, it just blows your mind. that It's forever and ever and ever. And... You have to stay with me a moment on this one. This is a little goofy here. And you're going to say, oh, there's old Madden being, being goofy again. But I started thinking about this after I got voted into the Hall of Fame. And the more I think about it, the more I think it's true. And now I know it's true and I believe it. Here's the deal. I think over in the Hall of Fame, that during the day, the people go through and they look at everything. And then at night, there's a time when they all leave. And all the fans and all the visitors leave the Hall of Fame. Then there's just the workers. Then the workers start to leave. And then it gets down, there's just one person. That person turns out the light, locks the door. I believe that the busts talk to each other. <laughs> and I can't wait for that conversation. I really can't. The Vince Lombardi to Newt Rockney to... You know, to Reggie, to Walter Payton, to the, to the guys that you want to say, what to, to all my players, my ex-players, you know, 
we will we'll be there forever and ever and ever talking about you know whatever and and that's that's what i believe and that's what i think is going to happen and no one's ever going to talk me out of that well there you go have you ever been to the pro football hall of fame no it's on the bucket list i would love to go there it's funny he was talking about the bust uh, in in all of them there at uh, Canton because that was my, really my only complaint. As I look at his, I don't think they did a very good job on his bronze statue, the it, likeness. You don't think that looks like John Madden? Uh, yeah, yeah. it's like a, it's a younger John Madden. I, I guess so. I think that's I think that's Madden when he was coaching. Yeah, I don't I, know. It doesn't that's not. You're right though. We don't know John Madden like that. We know the old John Madden. Yeah. We know the old, fun-loving broadcasters, John. Yes. We don't know the young, uh, you know, up-and-coming coach, John Madden. That guy's foreign to us. Like that, who the hell's that guy? Exactly. He's one of the guys, just like Betty White, who we talked about uh, before the holiday. Where you, killed, you killed her, by the way. Congratulations, Kenny. You <laughs> no, killed Betty White. You no, killed he, Betty White. You were responsible. You were responsible for the demise of Betty White. How dare oh, that you? That was the that was the People Magazine cover curse that killed her. Um, yeah, yeah, but we yeah. only knew her as an old person. I mean, she was old on the Mary Tyler Moore Show. The same with John Madden. When I was a little kid, he was already old as a broadcaster. So you're right. I never saw him as a young person on television. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I did see, I was watching some old game shows because I'm a loser. And uh, they put some old, uh, uh, what was it? The, those old celebrity game shows where they have, uh, you know, celebrity panel and you can pick the celebrity and they'll answer the question. And so Betty White was on that and that's why they replayed them. And I looked at the other celebrities and Everyone else had died at least 40 years ago. It's so crazy. She outlived everybody. And these people were her contemporaries. And, you know, they really dropped dead in the the early 80s, uh, you know, 90s. Yeah, Yeah, her husband was a famous host of one of those game shows. Oh, Alan uh, Ludden, right? Is that the, uh, is that Ludden or something like that? Is that the one? I I know it was Alan. Uh, He died in 1981. And for years she talked about how she couldn't wait to be with him again uh, when she finally Mm -hmm. passed on. Yeah. So, and there was a report that came out a few days ago saying that that was her last word, his name. Really? Yeah. she, She wanted to go join him. Uh, and, but when I was reading that he passed away in 1981, I was like, holy shit, what a long time to long for your partner. Yeah. In, in a way, it's like that movie, The Green Mile, where um, Tom Hanks' character got a little touch of everlasting life and lived past everybody. His family all passed on and he was still alive. Yeah, it is a it's a weird thing. Like you want to live as long as you can, but then at some point, and we've talked about this before, like a big part of life is your friends and your, you know, your social network yeah. and your, your family. And if, if you're alive and you outlive everyone, God, that's going to be awkward. Right. I mean, that's, it's a blessing and a curse. It's at the same time. Yeah, it really is. Anyway, we got to get out of here, Danny, but uh, we will be back with a brand new Saturday podcast. A never before told story. I will debut 
I did not speak about this on radio. I did not tweet about this. I did not do I'll explain why I didn't do that stuff. Uh, but I'll get into all of that. A never before told story on the Saturday podcast. If you're a fan of the Maller show on the overnight, you're not going to want to miss it. But uh, anyway, thank you, Danny. Appreciate that. And we will catch you next time. See you Saturday. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.